You're listening to It's Not a Show with Tara Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Hi, everyone. Hey, uh, welcome hey. back to It's Not a Show with Tara Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. Guess who's who? <laughs> yes. Can you guess who's who? And you know what? If you get it wrong, that's okay. Hey, we're not. It's not. It's it's just a guessing game. It's not a test. Yeah, I'm excited. We have a lot of fun uh, things coming up this season, and we've got debatables out the wazoo. And just in case you haven't listened before and this is your first time listening, welcome. And you can submit what will be debatables later this episode at itsnotashow.com, spelled exactly like the words. Yes, please do join us there and give us some debatables. We like talking about the things you want us to talk about, especially if they are debatables. I feel like the, uh, the last couple have been more like a question. It's like, do you enjoy this? And uh, debatables really more like what's better, apples and oranges. So like those are the things that we want to go for. To, for That's true, hot, although hot. I don't. I don't hate a quandary rants. I don't hate a quandary. Like I know mm-hmm. in the past, we've had a couple good ones mm-hmm. that have just been sort of in a question where we get to make it a debatable true. And that's up to us. So I guess there's no wrong thing you can do listener. I guess, you know what? Forget what I said earlier. I do. I, I here's, <laughs> here's the thing. We've typically done debatables, but now, you know what? Season two, baby, we're opening up the door to quandaries. So it's quandaries and debatables. We're there. Oh, we've really evolved. Yeah. We've really evolved as a show. What thing will we add in season three? Uh, wishes. Oh, wishes. What wishes? Save it for season three, though. <laughs> but you can start getting those wishes in as well. Get us prepped. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Yeah. Get us get us set for 2023's wishes programming. Hey, typically, Rance and I are performers in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and used to be Chicago, Illinois, and worldwide when the world reopens up. Oh. And we started doing this podcast as a fun way of just getting to your debatables and chatting because the most interesting conversations are often when you just start talking about things that don't matter at all and you get real fumed about them. So this has been a really great escape for so many of our friends and ourselves to play. A very good 2020 venting system. Yes. uh, We created for ourselves here. You know what else has been great, Rance? And we haven't talked just as us to the the lovely listeners in No Show Nation yet. I think I do know. What? Is it the stuff we've been doing? Yeah, tell them about it. We've been going to a bajillion escape rooms. <laughs> this is barely an underestimation. I mean, like the, or overestimation, I should say. This is barely an overestimation because we truly have gone from, you know, we did an escape room, I don't know, maybe once or twice in like, you know, 2013, 2014. We did another one randomly in like 2018. And we were like, yeah, they're fun. And then uh, for some reason, we caught the fever, baby. I think it might be because it's one of the safest sort of things you can do yes. in the world that's still, yeah, playful. Yeah, we definitely, as we're like, let's do something and something that doesn't involve a lot of people. And as we looked it up, all of the escape rooms, it used to be a situation where the uh, the room would happen once there was like a full enough thing. So if the room could handle 10 people, it had to have at least five, but it would be like, you go on a date night and uh, some other couple goes on a date night and some other strangers like, I like puzzles. And then it's you five strangers <laughs> in a room together. But in COVID times, yeah. 
like with the first one we went to was like eight of us that knew each other and three people who also showed up so it was kind of a weird conglomeration but now in covid with health regulations they've changed their scheme for paying meaning uh you can you can pay the lower ticket price and be put in with a bunch of randos or uh you pay like a slightly higher premium per person and it's a private room and tara and i've decided to do this we asked our family if they wanted to go and one of our nephews and his wife uh what's that a niece-in-law i don't even know that's weird to say uh niece <laughs> a new niece we're like yeah let's do it and it was so much fun to do it just the four of us and and chaotic but it was like we did it we got it done in a nick of we kind of have become a puzzle solving squad and i'll tell you what yeah. we did one i don't know when our first one was rants maybe like late summer and since that time oh we have now <laughs> i think done maybe eight. eight i mean we've done seven probably- at minimum at minimum, we've done seven from various types, from from kidnapping to, uh, 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 you know, diffusing things to a science lab to um, what else? A Mayan, temple. What else? A Mayan temple to. Yeah. The possessed doctor's laboratory, <laughs> you know, standard stuff. And uh, we've had the best time. It's been so fun and so silly and so we all have kind of our techniques of just racing around the room and gathering things. And then, uh, yeah, getting, getting our, getting our crime solve on. And I'll tell you what, we've actually gotten really good at it. I don't think we've lost yet. No, Um, not only haven't we lost, but we have the record time. That's true. In two rooms or something like that. There's a, there's a place that keeps the high score for, uh, how many people you have in your group. And for the four person group, our names are on the board, baby. We feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Get it on the board, baby. If you haven't done an escape room, just, you got to try one. And I'll tell you what, lots of you may know this, but Rance is a, a real puzzle head. And, um, Mm -hmm. I like, I don't know if this is something that people would naturally think, but I love uh, like lateral thinking puzzles and logic puzzles, stuff like that. I tend yeah. to do them a lot since I was a kid. And uh, I don't know that I would have thought that an escape room would have been the thing for me, but I really enjoy it. It's really, it's really fun to get in there and kind of see what your skill set is. Yeah. We, Tara is great at this stuff. And even before this, I think why, why we decided to do this, we had some like at home board game puzzle escape room type things uh, and some like murder mysteries. More on that at the Nest Theater. Uh, cold cases to be solved. Oh, but, yes. Uh, we would do these. And I feel like I was the decoder for the weird, like, um, like there's a, this equals A and this equals B. Like that was kind of my jam. And then Tara would be like, she'd look at the pictures and beautiful mind slash Charlie from, <laughs> from <laughs> uh, it's all sunny. Be like, this is the license plate. And it goes to the car that was on the, she would just like, you have a great, like, worldview like taking taking the pieces and something triggers in your brain when something's off it's like i wonder if it's like whatever rants has he has like i have empath skills that are probably like yeah <laughs> what's happening everywhere i have got my eyes on most things or what's the tone of the area and rants is puzzle jones let's just get down to it like rants has a lifetime hey, of research doing? i'm puzzle, puzzle jones, jones. Hey. he's so good at it i mean just he'll run across a room and be like "Ooh!" and then like within a minute he's like i don't know aligning six little cogs to make something that we're like what's up 
And that's about what's happening inside the room. It's just a classic cog puzzle. Be right back. <laughs> zen, zen, zen. Classic cogs. And it's my nephew and niece are great too. And they have their own, yeah, great, great skills. So, hey, get a gaggle together and go do something like that if you want. Obviously, we run a theater and our theater is open, but it's just modified seating. And like, you know, you have to be very, very cautious about taking care of people and and escape rooms right now are sort of the glorious in-between of like you can go with your own little bubble and and have the best time you know romping around too so that's another option out there in the world i think these escape rooms also just to get to the improv side of things these escape rooms a uh, you have to use logic to solve a lot of this stuff which is kind of what happens in improv scenes as you're making sense of new data and going with the most likely possibility and b you have to communicate with people to solve the whole thing so hey, take a class at the nest and then go test your skills at an escape room Yeah, uh, to see how it's all panned out. That's a great idea. Yeah. The thing I can stand by is we've been to five different places that have escape rooms mm-hmm. in Columbus and none of them have sucked. That's true. I don't think a single one of them has been like, even we uh, we added a few new people, a few more nieces and nephews to one that we did uh, recently who aren't Puzzle Joneses. <laughs> And they they hadn't done one, so we did a lower lower skill level one, and it was still hard. It was still they did like, good. Yeah, they did a good job. I thought it would be a walk in the park for the four of us who've been doing so many, but there were some puzzles that that were were difficult. So it's always going to be. Uh, so far, there's there's been none that have been a walk in the park or so hard that they've been frustrating. Yeah. I also love that you said we got some more nephews and nieces as if as if they just multiplied in a room like gremlins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we had pl- <laughs> we had plenty to choose from. Uh and and yeah, I have a lot. Uh we just had been going with the two who are also puzzle joneses. <laughs> there you go. It was fun to think about them just like we left them in the escape room, we put water in there. It was after midnight, we put a snack through the window, and yep. then there were more nephews and nieces. Oh, Tara, we got three more nephews and nieces in the room. <laughs> wow. I didn't expect it, but I like it. We should have them do stuff. Go solve that code. (laughs) Hey, also no show nation. If you've done a like super wonderful escape room, especially in the Midwest, but certainly anywhere in the U S or beyond, please tell us about it because we're kind of geeking out about it right now. And if we go on trips, we might do one when we're on the road because we have to go on road with touring soon for here the improvised musical the show that rance and i do so when we go back to touring uh, oh, we're listening so please let us know what those are i've been known to escape a little room i'm just saying rance. Hey, Tara. oh what? i i was just about to say i want to get to it today's debatable are you ready is it a debatable or a quandary i need to put myself in the right mindset i don't know how to i don't know exactly how to frame it is it a wish it's not a wish. Okay. <laughs> That's season three. Oh, I was going to say, like, you got to save it. I think it's, I think it's a debatable, but you'll see what, what you'll understand in a moment. Are you ready? All right. Let's find out. I'm ready. It's the debatable. Debatable of the day. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here it is. From Jim Doyle in Orlando, Florida. Orlando. Hey, Jim Doyle. Hi, Jim. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. What's the coolest letter? Oh, boy. Yeah. So here's why I didn't know how to answer if it was a debatable or a quandary. It's both. But there's certainly 26 letters to uh, debate over. So I think it's both. That's what I'm saying. These kind of questions can also work. 
And also there are more alphabets than just the English one. So this this is this is a, a point a quandary debatable. This is like I, I, I really gotta think about this one. I'm gonna stick to the English alphabet for my decision, I think, just to just to make it easier on my brain. I think that's great. I already have my letter. You do? What is it? Yeah. It's X. Why why? Oh man, here's I, to the point that I honestly debated only between two. It seemed like an immediate yes, because X is mysterious because it, it it marks the spot. It's it tells you to solve for something that you don't know. Okay. It's a kind of like it has this sort of uh, yeah, like je ne sais quoi that no one knows exactly what X Ooh. is. So it has this air of mystery, I think, where people solve for it. It doesn't ask anything of anyone, but everyone okay. tries to figure things out for it. So if we're going for like the Fonzie of letters. <laughs> I think it's got to be X. <laughs> Thank you for putting it in terms I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that's how you'd know. I reference happy days more than anyone ever should. He really does. And I don't even do it a whole, I don't even do it a whole lot, but I do it enough to be more than anyone else would. It's definitely a thing you do. How dare you call me out? Sit on it. <laughs> Potsy. <laughs> now here's the deal. I, 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 I did go through some other letters of the alphabet, I guess. So I, kind of not correct that i immediately knew it was x but that was kind of a gut instinct of oh duh it's this um however i think there's also some kind of sounds that come from letters in the alphabet that sound cooler than others and for those of you that geek out about comedic theory like rance and i do mm -hmm. there are actually letters in the alphabet that have been proven to be like a better audience response than others not that you want to math your your comedy or your art but there are things that tend to work better because of hard consonant sounds so rather weird. than vowels yeah it's really bizarre there's a name that shows up a lot in improv as a character last name which is jenkins and it's mm -hmm. it's because of the k it's, it's because of the k but it's also like it's also indescribable like why does anyone say it someone said jenkins and someone saw someone say jenkins and the name stuck subconsciously in their head and they Jenkins exactly just makes the rounds exactly the god what were some other letters that you thought of i like i really can't can't land on one i i don't know i mean like i think there are some i mean f has like the cool like you know it's, it's attached to being a badass and cursing so i think that kind of feels cool to people um here's a fun one i had in my head okay for a moment i thought a number one because it's first and mm -hmm. because like the scarlet letter is an a and I thought oh. maybe it'd be kind of badass to be like, you know what? A for adultery, I believe is what it was for. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've read this book, but I believe uh, it's like fun to think that you're kind of leather jacketing, you know, with an A on your chest. But I don't think that that's enough to beat X. Yeah. Here's what's interesting to me. The way that you thought about the letter is Thanks. way, way bigger than anything that I like you, you thought, oh, it seems like you thought mostly of the meaning and X, if you're thinking of the meaning X definitely does mark the spot. It's, it is right. It's, it's cool. And I'm purely thinking of the way that it looks. Okay. So maybe you're going from a visual aspect that I yeah. wasn't going from, although I still think X is cool looking. It is cool looking, but I'm going to go with the letter D and here's, here's, here's why. Which one lower, upper, upper case okay okay lower case d can get bent <laughs> <laughs> strong opinion yeah, strong it's not a show but the like i'm literally looking at my keyboard and being like which one's calling out to me 
Oh, that's why you're looking down. Yeah, that's why I'm looking down. I was curious. The letter D, looking at it, just like a standard like aerial D, Uh doesn't make the most sense. But it's here's here's some things that that it stands out. It looks like a pole, like a bow, like a bow and arrow. I kind of like that. It's the first letter of your last name. That's nice. I mean, Tara is also known as TD or Tara D. And it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it, the sound of it has uh, a positive connotation in that regard. The thing that's really getting me, I used to do calligraphy. I did a calligraphy class in ninth grade and I've always enjoyed calligraphy. So I'd have like calligraphy pens and randomly write things in calligraphy. Those pens are the coolest. They are the coolest. They're so cool. I know. I, Why don't I we don't, have any? I, I was just going to say, I don't. I don't have any. I can't believe I don't have any. Partially because what have we been doing? Tara and I are here to announce we are closing the Nest <laughs> Theater and we're going into a stationary business on our own. JK. JK. The old English style of the letter D has some of the like the straight line on the left side of the D has mm-hmm. high embellishment potential. And I used mm-hmm. to love like writing the letter D and the letter O would have fun embellishments you could add to them mm-hmm. uh, that, that would, and to embellish a letter could potentially mean to destroy it, but uh, <laughs> but they are still clear enough that it's like, this is a D and this is an O. Yeah. With no risk. You have to have risk though, huh? For yeah. it to be a rewarding letter. You have, for it to be a good letter, there has to be some <laughs> risk involved. Like you have to be like, what if nobody knows what this letter is? There has to be yeah. a risk. And yeah. do you, do you yeah. know those puzzles? Not really a puzzle here. I, hello, I'm Puzzle Jones. Uh, it, I know there's one in the book, Da Vinci Code. Maybe the movie too, but the, the book for sure. It's a thing where if you- Sponsor the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, our, our sponsor this week is <laughs> The Da Vinci Code. The, the 20-year-old book, Da Vinci Code. Yeah, not the author, not the publisher the actual book (laughs) there's a thing where like if you write it out in a certain calligraphy type of way and you flip it upside down it looks exactly the same do you know what i'm talking about how it's like the word is the same i think so upside both both ways yeah letters that can be written that way are also cool i don't know if that's a letter i'd say just like that's a, a writing style that i i'd prefer like i'd love it if i could write a whole sentence and you flip it and it's the whole sentence exactly but that's too crazy too palindromic yeah i don't know if that could be done all the way challenge denied I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah challenge denied and d and o in this in this world of calligraphy writing yeah are easily your forerunners yeah, and it's purely visual, like not the yours is the the meaning behind the letter, and mine is uh, what does the letter look like, and what's the potential for what the letter could look like. I see. I enjoy if I'm like writing a little fancy, if I'm like writing someone's name on a card, I might add a little extra flair here and there, and that's usually the D, the R, the S, and the N. Basically, any mm-hmm. letter that they probably will give you in Wheel of Fortune final round, <laughs> except for D. <laughs> Uh, yeah 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 i i i think these are solid picks i mean i don't know that i would say any other there's lots of letters are really solid i don't think i have like a strong inclination to say that there's any dipshit letters out there but there might be i don't know but i think z is also pretty strong in the 
Think of how the UK says Zed. Let's just take a moment for that alone, that they say Zed instead of Z. Yeah. Kind of weird and cool, kind of bizarre, kind of playful and good. I, I don't know. I actually, my, my last name has two Zs. And so therefore I did learn how yeah. to write them in cursive, unlike Billy yeah. Madison. I kind of like that like the Z Zs. is totally different in cursive and it's, it has a nice flow to it. Same. I like R's. I like S's. S's are like a little snake. I got lots of things to say about every letter. A lot of props to every letter. I like symmetrical letters. What letter is the is the crappy one? Uh, wait. I have an I have a follow up debatable. Oh, I didn't. Are know you ready? Was a second. Okay. Yeah, there's a sec. It's not really a second. It's kind of an addendum, which actually came in from another person. So okay. I thought I'd include okay, it okay. on this. So, oh, that's right. It's that scary. Oh God. No, uh, Tara. Why are you giving us a second addendum? The dogs can't handle it. Are the hogs? Are the hogs? Are the hogs were to hold? There would only be one. It's not a second one. It's an addendum. It's an addendum, guys. Hey, hey, pals. It's an addendum. Hey, Clark Addison. We got a live studio here. Okay. Ah, live studio. Okay. Hey. Okay. So from Bruce Phillips, our our pal in Chicago, Chicago. Illinois. Yeah. Hey, oh. His follow-up addendum question is, okay. what's the nerdiest letter? Oh, nerdiest. Isn't that fun? Because I was like, it's not necessarily like the, the worst. It's just what's the nerdiest letter? And I definitely, I, I hadn't thought about it prior to recording, but I think I know from looking at my keyboard. And I'm going to let you go first on this one. The way that you described X makes it the nerdiest to me. You're crazy. It's used most, it, most in algebra. Yeah. X marks the spot might be something you'd say as you push your glasses up your nose. How dare you? Or if you're a pirate and you're like awesome and you're digging for gold. Yeah, nerd pirate. No one's <laughs> said that before. No one's no one's ever dressed as a nerd pirate for Halloween and I oh, dare someone to do it next year. I can't tell you how many improv shows I've done where I was like, can I have an occupation? And everyone's like, nerd pirate. No way. No it's way. This actually, happened. I can't tell you. It's zero. It's zero. Times. Yeah. Thank you. Thank okay. you. I have, I have an answer. My answer is X. So yeah. What's yours? My answer is Q. Oh, why? I don't know, man. That's not a little leg. That little <laughs> leg sticking down there. That little flimsy ass leg just sticking down there. It feels like it's like, mm, excuse me. I feel like it's like leaning. No. I feel like it's leaning in to be kind of like, actually, yeah, that's how I feel like Q looks. Oh, no, maybe because it's also, you know, Q is also a thing that I have in my headspace as a question. Oh, a Q, um, Q and A. I think it might just kind of make me feel like it's like butting in to make sure that you know some hot tips before oh. before you get back to what you were saying. It also kind of looks like half of a pair of broken glasses waiting to be taped together. <laughs> well, a B on its side would be glasses all the way. But that could be like broken broken glasses is more classic nerd of like that's true. Some ne'er do well jock tripped me in the uh, yes. hall. I fell on my glasses. I had to tape them together. Yes, and we're going with classic 1980s representation of what a nerd would look like rather than what a, a nerd would actually look like now, which is Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so quirky. Oh, look at me carry my <laughs> ukulele around. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So I, I'd like to add with the potential of 
just making our dogs go bananas, let's add the third layer that I wanted to put, which one's, which letter sucks. And here's my bid. Sucks. I only add it because I've made a choice. Well, it's, it's a tie between two and you might understand why it's a tie between two. I'm interested. It's not an either or, it's both of them. Okay. The capital letter I and the lowercase L. Oh, is it all because like, well, are you script or are you print? Exactly. You have, print. To, you have to make sure you choose. I think you're wisely. printing because they look the same. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And cursive kind oh, of that's looks, a great looks, answer unless it's i by it's like why would you have a capital i in something else but if you're writing like let's say you're writing the word yeah the words yeah basic in all caps in which you uh, would in cursive you would write that. i probably would yeah then the i might look like an l but it's like okay. we have we have an alex and an al at our theater and every time al types his name i always think he's writing ai <laughs> <laughs> he's a robot I, that's a, that's a great call. Like they are completely the same in script without one little tail. Yeah, yeah, and 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 print. You're right. That's a great answer, Rance. I know. I don't think I would have said any letter sucked, but uh, I think you're right about the interpretation of the letter not being awesome. Yeah, maybe it's not that it sucks, but it, it definitely needs to try harder or have some sort of differentiation. <laughs> I would love to hear from our uh, listeners on this one about coolest letter, nerdiest letter letter that sucks give us your hits man we need to know what's going on give us your hits with your alphabetical heads now and this is we're just going to go off english alphabet like there are some letters in the russian alphabet oh. that i think look really cool and it's mostly yeah, because awesome i don't know what they mean like i my name's rance rizzuto i like the letter r there's some backwards r in russian that i think is pretty cool and uh yeah like just i don't even know what what the sound is of it but i don't think it's r i think it's something else <laughs> I don't think it's R. That's what I know. Man. Uh, well, th that was a great quandary debatable, Tara. Yeah, agree. It was so fun. So fun. Thank you for your debatables, friends. Again, we got uh, two big shout outs on this episode. If you want to submit a debatable, go to itsnotashow.com. Maybe you're getting the podcast right there. You can also get our podcast anywhere you find your pods like Apple or Stitcher or Podbean, et cetera, et cetera. And you can submit, uh, again, those debatables at the website. Give us a review on any of those things you're listening through. We sure would love it to hear from you. And this has just been a ball. Thanks for listening. Happy to come back at you. Thanks again to our sponsor. Next time you're in library, please go see Da Vinci Code, the book. <laughs> yeah, next episode, real sponsors will roll out. But right now, we got to give a shout out to the old Da Vinci Code, per usual. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you next Bye. week. Bye. X, 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 X. I, L, I, L. Hey, <laughs> Illinois. Okay, that's the only, that's okay. Bye. <laughs>
Gonna light studio. Can you get down? Addison, Clark. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's like they understood what live studio meant. <laughs> That'd be awesome if they were like, oh, 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 sorry. As I, I said, we got a hot mic up here. We got a live studio and they went. <laughs> My fault. 